Welcome back to Nostalgia Entertainment System, the show about remembering things. I am Josh. I'm also Josh. I'm Josh, too. Oh. Oh, sorry. Was I not supposed to come in yet? Oh, it's fine. No, you're Josh. You can talk whenever you want. Hi, I'm Josh. I'm also Josh. Welcome to Nostalgia Entertainment System. I'm Paul. (laughs) Hey, Paul, shut up or I'll kill you. How about that? Whoa, Josh, you're a little violent This today. is how I always treat Paul in the every facet of our lives. I'm going to push him down on the ground. Uh, yeah. yeah, I deserve to die. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Do it. And I think that's funny. Crush my skull. Okay. This is getting into some bad territory. <laughs> let's just, uh, let's wind back maybe. Okay, I'm not actually Josh. I'm the real Paul. Oh, what? Yeah. I don't oh know who God. that was. That was weird. Yeah. That was this little worm on the ground. I know. You started trying to crush this little worm. I don't know how he got a microphone either. I don't either. I'm going to crush him. No, he's still alive. Don't crush Paul. Yeah. I'm not crushing Paul. I'm crushing this little worm. His name is also Paul. His name Paul. is Paul. Oh. Well, what a weird start to this <laughs> episode. <laughs> well, we've got a special guest with us today. We sure do. My name's Caitlin. I'm the special guest. Wow, we don't even need to introduce her. <laughs> I like that, actually. That makes it a lot easier. Well, I don't usually introduce the guests anyway, so it actually You've done it once, it. and you were surprised that you did it. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I just start saying things, and I don't know where they're going to go. Like when I said that I'm Josh, didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't either. I was like, I'm not ready for this bit. Mm-hmm. That's okay, because I was. Yeah. Oh, Caitlin good. and I Thank talked God. about this. Thank God. I jumped Ooh. right in, and I was Josh, too. Wow. And then we found that worm and then just kind of made a violent turn. That's fine. That's what the people are here for. Audio violence. Yeah. Paul, what are you, I know you don't like cartoon violence, but what about audio violence? Can you listen to violence? Um, I don't think I've ever been in a situation where I was only listening to violence. What about in like a scary, gory movie and you close your eyes so you don't see anything, but you still hear it? Um, honestly, that kind of makes it... If it's a scary movie, that would probably make it worse because I feel like you can imagine things that are like a thousand times worse than what's going to be in a scary movie, which is why in like a lot of movies, they'll like leave whatever's happening like off screen because they know that'll be scarier than anything they could actually do. So sometimes depending on the sound, if it sounds especially gross and I don't see it, I don't like that. But if it was like a, like a gunshot, I mean, I don't like to listen to gunshots, but you that don't wouldn't, like, wouldn't bother me. You don't like going to shooting ranges and just listening to the echoing sound of gunshots? Yeah, I do the opposite. Most people have like their headphones or whatever they put on. I wear two eye patches and then I just wander in. You wear two eye patches and you have like a couple funnels in your ear to make wow, them louder? Wow, look at this fucking weirdo. Yeah, like those old timey earphones. <laughs> yeah. Were those ever a real thing? I have no idea. Or were they, are they just in pictures? I just remember I had... Did you guys ever play the card game Old Maid? Yeah. I I know of it. Well, so in, 
I had, this wasn't just like one that you would just play with regular playing cards. It was like a cartoon version for kids. And the old maid card was an old woman with like one of those like <laughs> earphones, like held up to her ear. <laughs> I also didn't ever realize that as a kid that it was kind of a mean thing to call somebody as an old maid because it's just an older single woman mm. who never got the chance to get married, get dicked down. Mm. There's a character in uh, Wild Wild West with Will Smith that has one of those little like funnel cone things in his ear. Is that the guy who makes all the inventions? No. I forget what, I think he said in like the very beginning and he dies. Oh. I haven't seen that movie in a long time. It's bananas. I liked watching that as a kid. I don't know why. Oh, yeah? I mean, it's fun. It's just bonkers. Uh Uh-huh. Have you seen that movie, Josh? Nope. Oh, my gosh. I haven't seen any movies. Except for the movies that I've seen. I was going to say, you have seen some movies, and I'm often surprised by the ones that you have seen. Which ones? I don't remember. But we've definitely talked about some that are like, oh, you've seen that. Mm Mm-hmm. Also, I thought maybe you and Caitlin would have watched it together or something. Mm. I ask him to watch stuff with me, but he generally doesn't. Yeah, it takes so long to watch mm-hmm. movies. I got well, you've already. I, I got him to watch uh, the. I was gonna say I got him to watch some Marvel movies. The first one was Iron Man, which you've already seen. Yeah, I but I did get you to watch the uh, the Spider Man Marvel movies, the yeah. two of them, before we saw the third one. Mm-hmm. So, what'd you think of that third one? I really liked it. I thought it was good too. I like, uh, I just like movies or uh, books, games, whatever, any kind of media that like does cross universe stuff. So like you can see like characters from one universe interact with characters from another universe or like another type of media or something like that. I always Mm. think that's cool to like see how they interact. I, the only thing I didn't like about that movie, and I told Josh about this, was the post credit scene. Normally, they're, they're like oh, their own thing. The post credit scene for this one was just a commercial for the next movie, mm-hmm. for the Doctor Strange movie, which mm-hmm. it's like, well, I, I generally try to skip trailers these days. Trailers just give away so much these days that I try to skip them, and I felt stupid for staying. Even though normally I like the dumb little scenes where, you know, like a little alien guy will come out and everybody's like, oh, it's bleep, bleep, dude. Mm-hmm. And I I don't know who any of them are, but I still like to watch it. Yeah, they should have done something funny between the different Spider-Mans. Yeah, like maybe they kiss or something. <laughs> I wouldn't go there, but yeah, something like that. Yeah, it would have been fun. I can't, was, there, like a, was there a scene in that mm-hmm. movie where all, where all the Spider-Men just kind of pointed at each other like the meme? I was kind of, I don't remember it happening and I feel like I was expecting them to like do the meme, but then they never did. I feel like they probably did. They really hammed it up with some meme-related material in that thing, which kind of surprised me, and it took me out of it whenever they did do it. I was like, oh, that's a meme. I don't remember. I don't remember either. I probably, I, I, I think I would have liked it. You think you would have liked it? Yeah. That one, liked what? If they did the meme where, the, like the, where oh. Spider-Man's pointing at himself, but then all three of them are pointing at each other. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, I think it would have been funny. I think I would have liked that. Yeah. But I don't know. At first I thought you meant you would have liked that movie. And I was going to no, say, I did Josh, like that movie. we went to see that movie. It was a good movie. Yeah. I had a fun time. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, I don't know, I was going to say, you know, it's really interesting. It's not that interesting, but it's just something to move the conversation along. Mm-hmm. Um, a good way to transition. <laughs> you know what else moves this conversation yeah, along? Yeah, you know what else moves the conversation along? Um, like, I don't. I don't know if it's a problem with like 
video game trailers, but I always find them way more exciting than like movie trailers to get me to like want to enjoy the product. And I wonder if that has to do with just like length of time, you know, there's more, a video game is more than two hours long. Most of them at least. Right. So you can fit more in a trailer and not spoil the rest of the story as opposed to a movie where it's like, what are you going to, I don't know. What else are you going to talk about? Yeah. I guess I just never, ever, ever, ever watch video game trailers. Because I don't play very many video games. That's true. I watch video game trailers, and I think that uh, it's more like, I feel like there's more to explain in a video game character. Like, you've got the, you've got, like, show people the graphics, explain what the mechanics are, uh, this is explain what he type of game it is. Yeah. It's a side-scroller. Mm-hmm. Whereas movies are just like, this is a movie. This is somewhat some of the plot, and this is kind of what it looks like. Here you go. Or in like, mm. here's the actors in it. I know it takes more time and effort, and that's probably exactly why it doesn't happen, but I'm surprised there aren't more trailers where all the footage is made specifically for the trailer. You know what I mean? Mm. Then people, well, then that's like, that's like, um, you know, in a, in a video game where people, where they release uh, like a rendered clip of something and it's not in the video game. People get pissed when that happens. That would be like the same thing with a movie, I feel like, because you'd like have specific scenes for the trailer and then that scene's not even in the movie. I feel like people wouldn't like that. You think? Uh, yeah. That's hmm. what Maybe I said. it's because I don't watch a lot of movies, but I feel like I wouldn't care. No, I would be like, uh, the, this specific scene, part of the plot isn't in the movie. Why? This I- is why I came to see the movie. I think it probably all boils down to like if that scene in the trailer is cooler than anything else in the movie, then people will be mad. But if it's not very cool, then people might not go see the movie, I guess. I don't know. Because I guess lots of people watch trailers. I don't know. I'm no movie psychologist. I don't know. I'm sure there have been trailers where like in the movie they ended up cutting that scene or whatever. Mm, Probably. I don't know. I like watching movie trailers. Because they're short, and I get the idea of the movie. <laughs> and a lot of times, there's really not much that compels me to watch the rest of the movie. I get what I need to out of a trailer. You're just like, oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. And then just like, all right, I get the idea. I don't really need to explore <laughs> explore this more. Is there a movie uh, trailer that you can think of off the top of your head that you liked? Uh, I like the trailer or- for the new Batman that's coming out. Mm. And I am kind of interested in watching that movie. I'll probably want to see that one. Mm. I'm interested in that one. But then there's also, I don't know, because I haven't seen, I haven't seen many trailers for new movies, but like um, that new Marvel one with uh, Morbius or whatever. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, okay, that seems interesting. I'm not compelled to watch the rest of the movie. Um, There's that one with uh, Channing Tatum and the dog. I was like, I don't, all right, cool, there's, oh, yeah, that one. There's that one, there's the ambulance one, I was like, I just watched the whole movie. That's true, that trailer, we have also talked about that on this podcast, but we, that movie, or that trailer does just give away the entire thing, like, from the beginning to the end. Unless it, unless it is taking a wild twist. I know, unless it's taking from, like, you know, going back to, like, video game trailers, everything they showed you happens in the first 30 minutes. That would be impressive, but I don't think that's the case. It probably isn't, but wouldn't that be cool? That would be, but I feel like at this point they'd just be shooting themselves in the foot because nobody's going to, well, I don't know, other people are going to watch that movie. I can't pretend like I speak for everybody on this planet when I say that nobody's going to watch that movie because I'm not going to watch that movie. Yeah, that's true. 
You know what I am going to watch? What? The Arthur season finale. Wow. Whoa. In fact, I already did watch it. I watched it too. Me too. Wow. You motherfuckers want to talk about it? <laughs> yeah, I suppose so. We're already here. Yeah. Well, we'll take a little break here and, um, I don't know, a, a word from us kids or something. Oh, that's a good idea. All right, see you then. We should have kids listen to this episode and then they can do a little thing. They're like, I want to be like Josh. Because Josh is like me. Libby's Juicy Juice presents Arthur live. And I say, hey, hey, kids, it's me, Arthur. You've seen me on TV. Now see me live on stage. You're going to love my brand new show, Arthur, a live adventure. Coming January 18th through the 23rd, live on stage at the Palace Theater. Reserved seats on sale now at the Playhouse Square Center box office. All Advantix outlets are charged by phone. Guys, we've finally done it. No one has asked, but we have delivered. The official Nostalgia Entertainment System shop is live. Head on over to nespod.bigcartel.com for beautiful branded apparel designed by yours truly. We've got a logo shirt. We've got a vintage logo shirt. A very handsome tee featuring my very first mp3 player and a pin of that very same design can you believe it it's all there at nespod.bigcartel.com patreon supporters get 15% off merch and now back to welcome back everyone Hey. Nostalgia Entertainment System. Hey. Hey. What a wonderful kind of day. Hey. We can learn to work and play. Okay. Hey. I thought it was laugh and play. I think is it's it, laugh and play. Is it work, oh. laugh and play? You got to I listen to know. your heart, listen to the beat, listen learn to, to the rhythm, the rhythm of the street. We're talking about Arthur We're today. talking about Arthur. We're uh, another big time episode for us. Another big time episode, one that uh, we have kind of skipped over for no particular reason. Um, well, I think it's just another one that we were excited to do and we didn't want to... We didn't want to waste it. Yeah. Uh, and now is a perfect time to do it because at least as of as of recording this, uh, the finale of Arthur, the final episode, aired um, four day, three days ago. Mm-hmm. And we all watched it. We all watched it. Sure did. It was very good. Mm-hmm. And here's something that uh, I always forget, but Caitlin, you didn't have cable growing up and I always forget this. Yeah, why do you always forget that? I don't know, because I always just assumed that everyone had cable except for the people that you always mentioned think it to you're, me. <laughs> you always think that you're the only one that didn't have cable Well, except up. for Paul, because I know Paul didn't have it. But he doesn't know that you didn't have it. I didn't it. know that you didn't have it. Or I keep forgetting if you did tell me. Uh-huh, I told you. Mm, well, I forgot. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, what's, uh, <laughs> what's your relationship with... Uh, the show of the day uh, with Arthur. Just uh, you know, as a child that didn't have cable, you had PBS Kids, and it was on PBS Kids. Mm, absolutely. So, uh, what what time did it come on for you guys? The four p.m. Okay. I think it was four p.m. for us. As yeah, well. I think four p.m. for me too. Wow, an after standardized treat. show, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. standardized time at least, standardized testing. Yeah, they must have purposely did it for after school. Probably, yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Would you say it's a show you were, did you like it? Did you 
think it was okay? Did you think it was really good? Did yeah. you watch like it just because it? it was on? <laughs> no, I I liked watching Arthur. Like I would still, if I saw that Arthur was on, if there was a TV in front of me and I was going through the channels trying to find something, I saw that Arthur was on, I would probably stop and watch Arthur. It's a, it's mm. a timeless show. I'll say that much. I'm surprised that like when we watched the, uh, when Josh and I watched the finale, how similar it was to how I remember it. Its DNA is very, very intact. It's deoxyribonucleic mm-hmm. acid? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's got its own mm-hmm. as a show. Yeah, and surprisingly it hasn't like, I don't know, because like shows that have gone on for however long, like at least for, for like Western TV shows, Arthur is the longest running children's animated show. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And I don't know, I, I always feel like like after so many years, you feel like, you know, so many other shows have just kind of fallen off. Mm-hmm. You know, we talked about The Simpsons, that it's just not the same anymore. That's true. The animation has changed drastically for The Simpsons, whereas Arthur looks, I mean, I feel like there's like slight differences. Yeah, I think, I think it's pretty noticeable, but I'm particularly talking about like the writing and the feel for the show. Mm, sure, sure. Like, I don't know, all the jokes were, and maybe there was more effort put into the finale. I honestly haven't watched. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I, I watched. Like some of the older episodes. Yeah, I, or, or like or the more recent ones. ones. Newer episodes. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe there was more effort put in or something else for this last one. Just like, oh, we know people are going to tune in. Mm-hmm. But either way, I thought it was still, it was, it was, it was funny. Um, that's mostly it. It was funny. Mm-hmm. And it, well, like it didn't seem. It didn't seem boring and it didn't seem too different from Arthur. It still felt very much like Arthur. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, it stuck very much to a very typical like Arthur plot structure. I didn't mm-hmm. even know that it was still airing. I, I didn't really either. Like I knew that episodes would still be on, but I guess I didn't think they were still right. Yeah, them. right. I thought that like they would still play Arthur episodes for kids to watch, but I didn't know that they were like new episodes. Mm-hmm. I think the mo- the last time that I heard about Arthur was the episode with Ratburn's wedding. Yeah, that, I think married. that's the that last, last one I heard about too. Mm-hmm. Shoving that liberal agenda down our throats. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which I know nothing about that his husband's character. I don't know anything about I don't that either. character. Yeah. Didn't he, uh, well, he owns, in the finale, they show that he owns like a a sweets shop. Or... That, okay, so that was him? Yeah. Wait, okay, I thought it was, but I wasn't 100% sure because they didn't, they he didn't was, they acknowledge was giving out him cookies or something. Yeah. Wait, I don't I don't even remember this. Uh, I know that George was managing the sugar bowl. They well, I guess maybe we should should we talk about the finale now or should we I guess it doesn't really matter. I don't think it really matters. Well, the, so yeah, the finale is George manages the sugar isn't, bowl. Well, there's a scene Well, this isn't this, this isn't, isn't time skip. This yeah, is Yeah, this isn't that. time skip. This is like Oh. This is like Buster and Arthur are walking down the street and they come across like a stand that has cookies or some some kind oh, of food, chocolates. Because Buster has a lavender chocolate. Oh yeah, chocolate. chocolates. Yeah, yeah I the don't think that's one. Mr. Ratburn. No, no, that's his that's husband. That's his husband. Oh, well, then it's even weirder that they didn't acknowledge. I him. thought because I because like I remember like this guy looks familiar, and I think he only looks familiar because I think that I'm, he's married to Mr. Ratburn. Let's consult yeah. the but, internet here. I'll do some googling, but keep speaking amongst yourselves. <laughs> okay. Um. I'm curious what uh, if you have if you have any like top or favorite episodes or like what episodes are most memorable to you. I mean, I the, obviously the library card episode. Of is course, like the the thing about that episode because like because Arthur episodes are like there you get two of them during a thirty minute block, mm. um, and over time I eventually 
Maybe I just kind of got <laughs> Stockholm syndromed into it, but I eventually started really liking the first part of that because, of, of first of all, I don't, I don't care about this half. I just want to get to the music part. Mm-hmm. But you know, you're forced to watch the first half of the episode when it's on TV, and so I was like, oh, I kind of like this one. The was it the the first half of the episode? I don't really even remember. Yeah, it was. Um, oh, I can't remember it. Uh, but I, all I remember, I, I think it has to do with DW and uh, the Tibble twins. Hmm. That's all I really remember about it. But I remember over time just being like, okay, this isn't that bad. I kind of like watching it. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't even, I just remember the library card part. Um, the other episode I, re- I remember uh, is the one where Arthur makes cookies and he, um, he keeps messing up and like, Leaves mm. eggshells in the cookies and <laughs> uh-huh. stuff like that. I remember that episode. Um, I remember liking that episode. The cookies, uh, didn't he make cookies that had like little like cranberries in it or something? Yes, yeah, so they had like a bunch of stuff in them. There was, I remember him taking a bite of it and thinking like, oh, this is a growth. But like on screen, it looked good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they look like great they look cookies. Good cookies. I wanted to eat them. They A lot of people fuck up cookies in Arthur. Like Muffy also had like a little bit. Mm. Where, like, she was trying to make cookies without Bailey's help, and then she just kept screwing them up. Yeah, yeah. Why does everyone fuck up cookies in <laughs> Elwood City? Because they're elementary school kids making cookies. This is why the Sugar Bowl is is uh, making as much so money popular. as it is. Yeah. Uh-huh. No one else can make a cookie in town. Well, like, and do you remember, I guess, sorry, I was not listening to what you guys were talking about hardly at all. Uh, so I just want to, I want to get it out there. They found out that he does own the chocolate shop. Oh, hey, so great. I think that must have been Mr. Rapper's husband giving them samples. And yeah. for some reason, they didn't say anything to what, him. What's his name? Patrick. Patrick. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you guys remember, like, there's, I mean, Arthur's dad is a chef. Like, that's his job. Mm-hmm. Is he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought, I was thinking of Buster. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> what? Buster's dad is a pilot. We know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but and there were there's multiple episodes I feel like where Arthur's dad like makes something like absolutely disgusting looking. Yeah. You guys remember when he made um that like strong man? He was like he was like molding it out of something that looked like clay, but it was supposed to be food. Oh, I kind of uh, remember that. Doesn't Arthur like, like break it or something? Yeah. I was like, what the hell is that? That's not that can't be food. I remember uh, like this big green like. It wasn't big. This like bowl of green sludge with like red dots in it or something that he made. Mm-hmm. That was really gross. Was it goulash? No. Oh yeah, they did make goulash. I mean, well, they, it wasn't. They, they mentioned goulash in the song. Mm. I didn't realize goulash was a real food. Uh huh. Yeah, I've made it for you before. Mm-hmm. I like goulash. I thought it was cool that they mentioned goulash because I was like, oh, they mentioned a food that I eat. <laughs> wow. As a kid, it sounds like a food that is like, that's got to be gross because of the name. Mm-hmm. But it's in reality, it's a normal, delicious food. I like it. Paul, uh, this is what I asked Caitlin while you were looking up. Um, what Mr. Rapper's husband's job was? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And his name. Mm-hmm. Um, what uh, what episodes stand out to you or are most memorable or your favorite? Mm. It's hard to pick a favorite one. I definitely lean towards the, the first few, I think, because those are the ones that I, you know, that I remember the most. Um, cause they definitely played, got played the most when I was regularly watching Arthur anyway. Mm-hmm. So I remember the one where they go to summer camp was always fun. Oh yeah. And I had... they have the other camp that like, they like had like a scavenger hunt with. Yeah. Other... Scavenger hunt. And you got the bear paw. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're number one. Mm-hmm. We're number one. 
Exactly. And I, I really remember the part where um, Brain puts on Muffy's fur coat and like oh, puts his yeah. head. Pretends to be a bear. And But also like thinking like, that doesn't look like a bear at all. It looks like a headless <laughs> person wearing a jacket. Again, elementary school children. <laughs> yeah, of course. But I, I was, I would like to say I was in first grade when I thought that as well. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It wasn't like I, mean, I, I was watching it yesterday. I was fairly convinced that it was a bear, I'm sure. <laughs> Where did Brain go? That's a yeah. bear now. <laughs> Uh, another episode I remember was like uh, Muffy giving Francine a makeover. Hmm, I don't really was that remember the one where she one. gets a new haircut. I think maybe. Oh, and she sees the, at like the haircut place they have like these are your possible like new options for a haircut. Yeah, and like the computer and one of them is a beehive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it was that one. Yeah. yeah. That one, that scene specifically, I really remember. Because mm-hmm. I also remember thinking like, I wish I could go to a hairdresser and they could show me just exactly what I'm going to look like with this haircut. <laughs> yeah. They have apps that do that. No, they don't, Caitlin. They do. That You don't have to lie to you make have me feel app. better. There's an app. Okay. You want I'll me to Snapchat? I'll my... download the app and then I'll take a picture of you with different hairstyles. Okay. It's never going to happen. Uh, going back to the the camp episode- I had I had the book for that episode. Oh, I I very rarely read Arthur books. Uh, I had maybe three or four Arthur books. I had the camp one. I had a Halloween one, and those are the only two that I remember. And this is like these these are the books where Arthur looked more aardvarky. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I remember just thinking like, who oh, the I fuck didn't is like this those. guy? Why doesn't he look like the TV one? Uh-huh. He looked weird. He looks weird. He does look weird. I do like the like subtle, well, not really subtle reference <laughs> to like it. Just like the nod. In the finale. Uh-huh. Oh, so that's what an aardvark looks like. Oh, yeah. I had no idea. <laughs> Their noses were so long. Mm-hmm. That's very funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Mark Brown is the one who gives him the book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did like that. Um, uh, other ones that stand out to me are the, the infamous snowball episode. Do you remember this snowball episode? DW snowball? Yes. Oh, she kept it in the freezer. Mm-hmm. And then it gets lost and they never explain what happened to the snowball. <laughs> Wasn't it aliens? That. I think, well, it's hard to tell if that was like supposed to be real or I not. I feel like, yeah, probably. It's It was like a Kang and Kodos bit in the Simpsons where you're like, is this actually happening or is this just like Treehouse of Horror? You know, but I do remember aliens like taking a piece of the snowball Mm -hmm. and being like, ooh, earth snow. (laughs) Did you guys think that snowball looked good? Yeah. When the aliens were eating it. I thought that snowball looked good. It reminded me of like a snow cone. Mm -hmm. Just wanted to take a bite. Yeah. I did. It did always bug me as a kid. Like, I was like, well, what happened to it? Because they never like gave you a straight answer. Mm -hmm. And I was like, sure that by the end of the episode, they were going to be like, oh, actually, Arthur did take it. But no, they never resolved it. And they would even mention it in future episodes. And I was like, oh, is this the time we find out? <laughs> no. I had real blue snowballs as a kid. Shame wow. they didn't uh, reveal it in the finale. Mm-hmm. They should have. Did they mention it at all? I don't think they did. No. So. DW was hardly in the finale. And mm-hmm. I will say that DW is a great character in that she was so, like, as a child, I could not stand her. Mm-hmm. Me neither. But yeah. I would still be, I would happily watch any episode she was in, of course. But, like, was- I was... A very good, uh, stereotypical, annoying little sister. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That you still love. Yeah. I. Unless you don't love her. <laughs> I enjoyed the episode where Arthur punched her. It's like, thank <laughs> God she got what she, she got what was coming. I don't remember that episode. Why did he punch her? Because she broke his model plane. I don't remember that one. He put together a little model plane and then he painted it and everything. Mm-hmm. And I was like, DW, don't 
touch this. This isn't a toy. Mm-hmm. And then she goes into his room and he, she plays with it and she drops it out of the window and it shatters. Well, she throws it out the window to see it fly. Oh, to see if it would fly. Yeah. And then it doesn't fly. It doesn't fly because it's a model and it breaks in their driveway. And Arthur's just like, what the hell? And then he goes and punches her. That's a, that's not nice, Arthur. Well, she fucked around and found out. <laughs> I remember- She was given fair warning. Don't Touch this plane. I remember as a kid, there were certain times where if my younger brother was annoying me and I was like, if you don't stop, I'm going to hit you. And then he would keep doing it. And I'd be like, I'm serious. I'm going to hit you. And then at one point, my dad was like, he, look, he is telling you what he's going to do. So you should really stop. <laughs> like, he's using his words. And I was like, thank you. See, I'm telling him what's going to happen. <laughs> you're giving, yeah, you're giving fair warning. Yeah. Like, I'm DW not, had no fair warning. That's maybe true. not that she was going to get punched, but she was told numerous said, I'm, times. I'm going to punch you if <laughs> he you really break should've. my paper. You should have told her, if you do this, these are the consequences. <laughs> That's true. You never laid out consequences for what happens if if it were to happen. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, it's hard to blame Arthur for that because he is... Only eight. Mm-hmm. And that's where the, isn't that, that's the meme, right? The Arthur meme with his fist? Yeah. Which that, I thought, it's from that episode. I really thought that that had always been a close up of him walking in the intro oh. <laughs> all this time until I watched the finale the other day. Or no, was it the finale? Or did I just watch like a clip show of like him getting mad at DW and like shaking his fist and then punching her? It must have been a clip show that I watched. Maybe. I don't remember where I did that. Maybe on Twitter or something. I don't know. But DW also was, like, probably the funniest character. Like, she hit the best, like, one-liners. Oh, yeah, very mm-hmm. blunt. Like, yeah. there was one where Arthur has, like, a sign on the door. It might have been the same episode, actually, where she, like, walks up to it and it says, the other like, meme. Keep, keep out. Yeah. And she's like, this can't stop me because I can't read. <laughs> <laughs> this is funny. Yeah, she was pretty witty. She was a good character. Mm-hmm. I feel like they didn't change her much at all in the finale, though. Like in the in the time skip, she was just like a taller DW. She, yeah, she's a she's a cop. Which mm-hmm. I, I saw that people on Twitter were like, "Oh, she's the ultimate tattletale now." Yeah, <laughs> which was that, funny. that was really. Fun. Were we supposed to know who that other kid was or that person? I think it was just maybe you were, but uh, I also. Uh-huh. I don't know what I was trying to say. No, I do know what I was trying to say. <laughs> I just got so excited I couldn't speak. I think it was also just to show, it was just to show that even though this person is clearly one of DW's longtime friends, she is still going to give him a ticket. That's Mm. what I took the whole bit to be. So we weren't supposed to know specifically who it was. I don't think so. Maybe it was like a person she's gone to school with. And so it works like in two ways. But I think it was just like, look, even her good friend who she hasn't seen in a long time. It was like, meant to show that DW is still DW. Yeah, she's a hard ass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did uh, uh, either of you have any favorite characters? Mm. I was a, a big Buster fa- fan. Mm. I really I really saw myself as the Buster of my friend group. And I always thought of Brendan as uh, the Arthur of our friend group. <laughs> mostly because he had his little sister who was often annoying us. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I'm funny like Buster. And Brendan has a little sister, so ergo, he is Arthur and I am Buster. Hmm. Even I, though I'm not an only child and my, <laughs> my dad's not a pilot. That would be cool. Not that you would be an only child, but that your dad was a pilot. <laughs> it would be so cool if I was an only child. <laughs> um, I Francine wasn't my favorite character, but I think I related the most to Francine because I was a tomboy when I was uh, in elementary school. Mm. And Francine always came across as very tomboyish to me. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's Jewish. 
Mm-hmm. I wasn't Jewish. Oh, that's and okay. I, I wasn't not, an only child. I'm still not Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, I liked Arthur. You liked mm. Arthur? Yeah. You are wearing glasses and wearing a yellow sweatshirt right now. Mm-hmm. Very Arthur. I don't know. I just I I I just related to Arthur. He just was a normal kid, and mm-hmm. he loved chocolate cake, and I love chocolate cake. Yeah, that's always been weird about you that I love chocolate cake. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of your. Whenever I see chocolate trait. cake, I just shove it all in my mouth all at once, just like Arthur that one time. He just like mm-hmm. unhinged his jaw and just like whoop, like you with a duck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, it is funny how like much of a fat ass they made Arthur. <laughs> like, oh, remember the episode where like he had to go to the husky section to get clothes? Oh <laughs> yeah, that was a good. <laughs> and I can't remember. Did they? They just let him be fat, right? They didn't make him lose weight. <laughs> no, uh, yeah. I like yeah. that he just so went to the just, husky thing because I feel like husky. yeah, other shows would be like showing showing him lose weight. That was probably just like a body positivity thing, right? Just like yeah, yeah. Arthur's fine with the way that he is. Mm-hmm. He took a cue from Bobby Hill. He's fine being a husky boy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, his dad's a chef. He's got to be eating some good food. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't know. Remember when he made, remember when his dad made that oatmeal that wouldn't come out of the pot? Oh, yeah. I don't know if you're cooking the right kind of oatmeal there, bud. Um, I think the first Arthur episode that I really remember watching, well, actually, there's two that I think, oh, maybe it's even like the same episode because I forget sometimes that they're like, each episode has like too many episodes in it. But the one where he gets glasses... And Francine makes fun of him. And then also the one where he rips his pants. And oh, and gets oh, yeah. to get a tetanus shot. Oh, I remember that one. He has to get a tetanus shot when he rips his pants? Wait, what kind of rips his pants? Re-rips like he rips them down his like, like his butt. Oh, I remember that one too. I was thinking the one where he goes to the junkyard and cuts his pants and then cuts his knee. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow, I, I haven't thought really about that. I really remember that episode. No, on the on the tin can, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I remember wow. being afraid of cans <laughs> it, <laughs> because it, of it that episode. Gnarly. Yeah, doesn't he like try to stay in the junkyard because he doesn't want to go home I or something? Remember I don't why remember why he was in there. Yeah, that is strange. But there's that can was so jagged and like he cut his knee and it slid open his his uh, his pants right at the knee and then like mm-hmm. gave him a cut. Like, yeah, oh, get a tetanus so shot. Don't That's when I learned about tetanus shots. Yeah. That's when I learned that cans like that are real sharp, mm-hmm. which I have since made that mistake of touching a can like that and cutting my finger wide open. Really? Only, yeah, absolutely. Huh. And it only happens when somebody's like, be careful with that can. And then I'm like, I know. And then I cut myself. I have never cut myself on a can. I was at a friend's house and her older sister was like making a soup or something and she cut her finger on wow. uh, like while opening a can. I mean, not that I have like tried to cut myself on the can, but I've like touched the edge of like, how sharp are these edges really? I don't know. I, I just, think it's like a paper cut. Like, oh, it's got to be like angle. the right kind of. And mm-hmm. the right motion and right angle, but it can get you. Here's really- Okay. Here's, a, this is, com- this is completely off topic, but there are can openers that don't leave the jagged edge. Mo- oh, I feel like most don't these days. I, it, it depends on the type of can. Okay. There's a, there's a wonderful, and I say this wonderful to me. Um, it's like a 30 minute video about a can opener and it's incre- it's inc- it's great it's by te- of course it's by technology connections but he just talks about a can opener and it's it's because of the way that cans are designed uh, and like the can- how the can lid gets put on uh, i think pretty much any normal can opener will always leave some kind of sharp edge but there's a kind of can opener that cuts like underneath the lid uh, and so you just can like lift the top off and you don't get a you don't get a hard edge and you can also just replace the lid if you don't use the whole can of whatever. Mm. That is nice. Why isn't that more common? 
I don't know. And I, that's, that's kind of the point of it. It's like, why isn't this more common for, for these safer can openers that are just as easy to use? What age, like what year was the can opener from, did he say? Remember? Uh, he's, I think it's been around since like the 50s. Hmm. Like it's oh, an wow. old design. And then people just don't use and they're not popular. Hmm. That's interesting. I will say I am, I have a can opener just like the one that I had growing up and it works really well. It doesn't do that. But it just opens the can well, and I guess I just have never considered replacing it because, I mean, if if I, it ain't broke, I'm not going to throw it away, mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. is the famous saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he actually mentioned that exact same thing. It's like his like my my wit my Midwesternness prevents me from throwing out my old can opener mm-hmm. when there's an obviously objectively better design for a can opener. Right. Did you try to find that can opener online? I did. And then I tried to look for it. Remember, I, was, I, remember I would always go, when we would go to the store, I'm like, I'm going to look for this can opener. Mm. And I can't find one. I found can, one. You can, can you find it? You found one online? Like, there's tons online. I wanted to find oh. one in person. Oh. Are you looking at thrift stores or like brand new? Brand new. Mm. I feel like that'd be a good thing to find at like a thrift store. Maybe. It'd be more satisfying. Maybe. You should, you should buy one one time. Anyway, that's oh, all I have to say about can openers. Yeah. Yeah. That episode did scare me. Mm-hmm. And uh, scared me for opening cans. Mm-hmm. But I do remember the uh, the one where Arthur ripped. Doesn't he get his pants caught on like the lunch thing because mm-hmm. like Mrs. McGrady has to cover him with a sweater and then she sews his pants up. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then I think Binky also has had this happen to him. So he, which, oh, that's right. he like grabs two lunch trays and like helps Arthur like yeah get out of there. And that was like the first time where they were like, oh, Binky's not just the bully. Binky's not a bully. And then it became a thing where like Binky was their friend. And so they had to get other bullies who were like bigger and worse bullies. Who were the main characters for you guys? Like who do you, when you think of like, these are the main characters of Arthur, what characters do you think of? Pretty much everyone that was in the finale, except for George. Yeah, I would put brain over George. Yeah. yeah, that's what that's kind of like the thing that I was thinking is like I didn't see a lot of brain and I always think of like it's Arthur Buster Brain and like Francine mm-hmm. to nope. me. And I would put Muffy in there. I would also put Muffy in there and DW. Yeah. But I was I was disappointed there wasn't more brain. I I on, like I don't, Do they even did they even show him in the in the like I the time skip? I don't no. think so. I don't know why that wasn't just the whole right? Like the why the whole episode wasn't the time skip? Yeah. Or like why mm. wasn't like why it wasn't like the second half. Just like let's see where all the other characters are at, you know? Yeah. It's nice like I, I thought the episode provided pretty nice closure, but I would like, oh, what's Brain up to? Mm-hmm. I f- yeah, like I feel like I don't know. I'm re- I'm caught up on I'm caught up on brain right now. I got brain on the brain. Mm-hmm. Do you guys? He's got to be like a scientist or something. Hanging brain, and all we talk about is Alan from Arthur. <laughs> Did you guys always think it was weird whenever people would call, like his parents would say Alan? It's like that's not right. That's that's yeah, not. It was. It was. It very feels funny. weird. I know. It, but also, like as a kid, I didn't realize that his name wasn't actually Brain. Yeah. <laughs> and so when they first said that, it was very jarring. Like, oh, I guess yeah, nobody would name their kid Brain. <laughs> That'd be weird. It wasn't weird. I guess Brain was in the finale because when Buster uh, does, like when he imagines being a teacher, he's like going to teach them about Bigfoot and it's just a class full of brains. Brains. Yeah, but like brain students. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So like maybe Brain cloned himself and he's got a bunch of clones. (laughs) That's it. That's smart. That's a smart brain move. Mm -hmm. It's a universe of brains. Uh, I had something. What'd you oh, have? A kombucha? Was, I feel like it was I did have a kombucha, but it had to do with brain. Oh, <laughs> oh, so they didn't have brain in the show. They had George. Mm-hmm. And I feel like 
George's whole thing was that he had a like the puppet, mm-hmm. right? So I think it would have made more sense to me to have George be like a like a performer. I thought instead yeah. he's just working. He's, he's in charge of the family business. Do his parents own that? Is that a st- is that canon? I think so. I think it was later established hmm. that like his family ran the sugar bowl. Oh, I don't. Rem- I didn't never. They didn't really explore that. George until the ventriloquist episode. I feel right, which is weird that they put him in the the season finale or the series finale then at all. Yeah, like maybe he's in more of the newer episodes. Maybe could be. I mean, I I guess we, we've said this a bunch. The brain should have been in there, but I mean, brain had his own fucking song in that uh, the musical episode. You guys mm-hmm. remember that about Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde? Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, the that was a good I knew one about, too. Like, I remember feeling like. Like, I remember feeling like the brain when in school is like, I know what Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde is because I saw the Arthur thing. Mm-hmm. And all these other fucking kids don't know because they think they're too cool for Arthur. Yeah. What are you talking about? I didn't know it. Kids aren't too cool for Arthur. Well, kids in my school were. Mm. I'm watching fucking South Park and Jackass and I'm here watching Arthur. But I, look who knows about Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Uh, there it was. A th- cool thing that about Arthur too was that there was a uh, they had that one episode where they like all wrote in like episodes like they all had this TV show that they would watch and then they would like write in episodes and see who's like aired mm-hmm. and the, all the episodes were just like parodies yeah parodies of different shows so there was a South Park one there was a Beavis and Butthead one and I don't remember any of the other ones there was. One of them was whatever that show was about the guy that's just like sitting on a therapist chair. Oh, Dr. Katz. Yeah. And uh, there was also, I think, a Daria. I was going to say that was Parody? maybe one of them. Or was that part of the Beavis and Butthead? I don't remember. I don't think. Well, the Beavis and Butthead one was just. Was that DW's? Maybe. I don't know. I think the Beavis and Butthead bit was just two peanuts laughing. I don't think there was anything beyond that. No, there's right? definitely Arthur and Buster as Beavis and Butthead for sure because they look so weird. Yes, I I do. They, yeah. How many times have they referenced? Do you I know what I'm talking that. about? I think Where their name two was like peanuts that are just laughing and like, like peanut and pea head or something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, I do remember that. Beavis and Butthead was like I didn't realize how ubiquitous Beavis it, and Butthead was. Or like how much in the zeitgeist it was for they Arthur were the notorious, to reference like bad like kids. Yeah, like they mm-hmm. were the worst you could imagine. And en- enough for and Arthur to reference it twice. Uh huh. Hmm. Kind of seems like a weird thing to me for them to reference because it's like that was all Beavis and Butthead was always like one of those shows that uh, we weren't allowed to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So why is Arthur even talking yeah. about it? <laughs> Which is, I mean, it, it makes it way funnier now. It really yeah. does. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do some in, investigating because I want to know what the peanut version of them was called. <laughs> <laughs> I feel, Peahead sounds very familiar. Mm-hmm. It's probably Peahead and something else. Should we go over like a synopsis of what happened in the... Oh, there was another, there was a Dexter's Lab thing in our Oh, well. that's right. Um, well, I... Yeah, we can. Mm-hmm. I, I I do want to go over some episodes that always that I I, I regularly think about. Sorry, it was pea brain and nuthead. Pea brain oh, and yeah. nuthead. That's what it was. And they look. I mean, they they look more just like they like raisins. They, they actually look a lot like uh, Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, they do. Sorry, I'm trying to pull up an image. And I accidentally pulled up a map. <laughs> a map too. <laughs> oh yeah 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 yeah. There they are. Mm-hmm. Oh, beautiful. Mm-hmm. And that, oh, great. Anyway, sorry, what were you guys saying? 
Uh, I just want to go over some episodes that I that I really like that I remember. Mm-hmm. One of them is, uh, of course, Woogles. You guys remember Woogles? Oh, yes, yeah, I remember. You guys ever wanted a Woogle? I did want a Woogle. I thought they were a real yeah. toy. Oh, yeah. That's the. I think this is a different one, but. Mm-hmm. Oh yes. yep, I remember that one too. Mm-hmm. Paul showing us a picture of Arthur and Buster as Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> Wasn't the weren't the Woogles like they're called Woogles, right? Yeah. Weren't they like furry things? Like they were squishy, purple. Oh yeah, they were oh squishy yeah, and, they and then they had different like they versions. Sp- they speak when you squeeze them. Right? Were there different versions? Yeah, I remember those being like. I feel like that was a common thing in the nineties. Of like, you got different versions of the Furby. You got different versions of uh, like uh, Beanie Babies, and well, like yeah. That was the whole point of the episode. Yeah. It was about fads. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. What I I thought that the the lid at the end that like Arthur gets everybody excited about, like the clicky part, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I thought like, oh, that must be the next big toy that's coming out. <laughs> and so I remember when I got a snap a lid for a second, I was like, Oh, I'm like Arthur. That's what I did. <laughs> I was like, I got one of these lids. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't get a Woogle, but I can get a lid. <laughs> yeah. That was one of the best parts of a snap. Always the lid. Mm-hmm. Do you guys remember the episode where they play that uh, bird game, that like online bird game with each other? Oh yeah, and they like customize the birds. Yeah, and they all kind of looked like them. I wanted to play that bird game so bad. I don't think I ever saw that one. That one, I think that was like kind of a newer one because they were a newer one. I I watched. I mean, I watched Arthur until I was like regularly until I was like eighteen or nineteen. Dang. Yeah, it's something. It's on. I'm at home. It's 4 p.m. I got nothing else to do. So, yeah. Uh, there's one other that I'm trying to think of, and I can't remember it. But yeah, I, I'm just remembering so many of these. Like as we're like talking about them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, like there was another one. Oh, it's left my head. I think. <laughs> Shoot, what was it? Oh, there was one where like DW is uh, reading a story to the Tibble twins, but she doesn't know how to read. So she just like makes up this like whole weird story. Oh, where yep. she's like a not a secret agent, but like a superhero or something. And I remember like Arthur was like an evil transformer in it. Yeah, he he like changes or like does something where it like I think it was just an evil wizard because he turns into a mush, doesn't he? Yeah, like at the end he like melts. Yeah, and, and like, I remember I'm that melting. like actually upsetting me because I was like, oh, what they can't do that to my boy Arthur. <laughs> like, that's fucked up. Mm-hmm. You guys remember uh, the lice episode? Oh, oh yes. yeah. I just remember the scene from, uh, or the from that whatever that movie is, the Napalm. Oh yeah, that's from um, Heart of Dark, not Heart of Darkness. That's the book that the movie's based on, Apocalypse Now. Yeah, and that lice says, "I love this smell of hair gel in the morning." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't know that's what the reference was for. I didn't either until way later. I was like, "Wait a minute!" Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I think that's the first time I heard that phrase ever. <laughs> Because uh-huh. I definitely hadn't watched Apocalypse Now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, five years old or whatever. I feel like that happens to me a lot where I like realize that something is a reference way later and I learned that reference from a children's television show. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, there's just so much content and so many like good movies and books and references that mm-hmm. people are like, well, I'll do an homage to this. Mm-hmm. Just got to throw something in there for uh, just in case there's any parent watching too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they can be like, oh, yeah, I'll watch this with my kid, I guess. Or this isn't too bad. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like uh, a thing that I appreciate about Arthur for children's television is I feel like there's a lot of shows now, even on PBS, that look 
very like cheaply done and like they were done like just really quickly in a computer program, which I'm sure they are. Um, but like Arthur had its own style and seemed like they really were like they were animating it just like any other animated show. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't look like as yeah, it's just as like cheap and easy as so I mean, even like adult animations now. I feel like they're just all like kind of look kind of like bitmoji or worse, you know? Yeah, and I mean that that's just I think an artifact or like or, or a result of just how 2D animation is done in most stuff. Mm-hmm. Like what they do is a very similarly to 3D animation, um if they're using something like Toon Boom, you you like draw out the character and then you you rig them with a like essentially a skeleton and then you mm-hmm. just animate that. Yeah. So there's no frame by frame. Right. Um, which is why like which is why the new like the finale looked weird. At least to me it did. I was like, wow, this is very this is very computery. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. they, they moved a little more fluidly. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, it's very it's very strange. Mm-hmm. Like, it really makes you think, like, how did they get those people in costumes on the screen to look like that? You never know. Mm-mm. I like that they've kept the, it seems like for the most part, they've kept the same style with Arthur, which is nice. Because like there's, there's like, like if I think of um, some other kids shows that are kind of going for a long time, like Clifford the Big Red Dog has been going for a long time. Is that still on? Uh, I don't think it's, it's not still on, but they have like a new movie oh, of yeah. Clifford. Oh yeah. Um, I feel like that's, and like they've had different, different iterations of like Clippy, Cl- Clippy, Clippy, Clifford, the big, <laughs> Clifford, big red paperclip. Clifford when he's a puppy, but like puppy days and like when they're on that island and, um, but like it, it feels like the, the animation changes for each one, but Arthur still looked the same to me for the most part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. The thing that I really like when when we were watching the finale, um, I it was just nice hearing the like those classic musical transitions and stings. Oh, those are exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Not, yeah, like I feel like they, they it it sounded a little higher quality. Like maybe they just re-recorded them, mm. but like. Uh, yeah, I, I know I know all these sounds. Mm-hmm. And you know exactly the emotion that's being felt when they play, too. Yeah, it's like, like I know exactly what's going to happen next. Mm-hmm. I also felt like, um, I wonder if, and not that they're producing as many episodes anymore, or like recently, but there are some, there are some sounds where I'm just like, are you just this dialed into voice acting, or is this like a clip? Like, there was a couple times where Buster gasped in the first half of the episode. Mm-hmm. I was like, I, this is the, ex- like, there's nothing different about this gasp from 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, they're just, they've done it so much, maybe. Like, yeah. Have or, you done it so much that you just can do it perfectly every time? Or, like, is it just the same gasp? Or did, did you just did. pull a clip? Because that would make sense, right? Uh-huh. It's just like, we don't need you to gasp. You've done this 20 years ago so many times. Mm-hmm. Like, that, that almost seems like that would be harder, though, to like be like, well, now we've got to download the file and edit in here instead of just being like, can you gasp as Buster? I guess. I don't know. I, I don't know I, either. My hope is that he, they're doing it just the same. Probably. And that's probably what the case is. But I'm like, wow, that, I don't know. I'm just like, wow, that's crazy how, how, how it hasn't changed mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was very, like, right when it started, I was surprised that even the opening was exactly the same. Mm-hmm. And like Just an H, it's an HD and widescreen. Uh-huh, mm-hmm. and the cuts were exactly uh-huh. the same and, and transitions. It's really, it's really funny that, 
at the very end when Arthur is like on the TV, it is still a tube TV. Mm-hmm. They did not update it. They didn't pull a Simpsons and make it an HD TV. No, it's still that same tube TV. Buster mm-hmm. did have a flat screen TV on his wall, though. Mm-hmm. Their yeah. personal lives are different. Yeah. Yeah, they've all and got they have like some, phones. Yeah, uh, smartphones. Well, speaking, since these things did not change, we should talk about how they did change and where everybody ended up in the finale. Sure. So mm-hmm. if you are going to watch it, you might want to skip this part. Yeah, don't spoil yourself with Arthur. It's available to watch on YouTube on the PBS Kids channel. Mm-hmm. It's just there for free. Go watch it. Yeah. Can you watch all of the Arthur episodes? I'm pretty sure you can watch a lot of Arthur episodes on there. Mm. It would, it would like, I don't know, for, it makes sense for them to just let you watch it, right? It's public television. Yeah. You can watch it for free anyway. You might as well just be able to watch it for free on mm-hmm. online. online. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... We find out that uh, who's the first one that they show? I think they cut they flash forward like well we, 20 we should years. we should we should like preface this like so so the episode starts okay. with like um it's like Arthur Buster Francine and Muffy are at the are at the library mm-hmm. um some stuff happens they talk to Mark Brown they end up in the basement of the library and they find like this old game that's like hey this is what play this game we'll find out what your career will be. Mm-hmm. And so they or all what your future is going to or what your future is going to be like. And so they all like play this game, this magic octopus game thing um, tells them like, this is what you will, this is what will happen to you. And then we time skip to like 20 years in the It was like one of those future. online quizzes where they're, they're like, we'll tell you what you're going to be in 50 years or mm-hmm. like, and just answer these questions. Like, yeah. how do you, how would you react if this happened type of thing? Yep. So we end up 20 years in the future mm-hmm. back at the sugar bowl. Yeah, where you see Arthur, he's hunched over a book. You don't see what book though. Nope. And then you see Arthur. What? That's what I just said. That's what he's. Well, yeah. Yeah, I'm lost. Well, uh, never. Did never you think mind. I was describing it frame by frame? Kind of, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because then I would have to start with uh, exterior sugar bowl, mm-hmm. <laughs> interior sugar bowl. <laughs> we see an older Arthur. Yeah, but what he yeah, is guys... the first one. You s- is the first character you see Arthur? I, I think so. I think it might be. I think so because then and Buster then walks Buster in. Buster comes in and yeah. S- okay, yeah, because they're in the sugar. He's in the sugar bowl, and then Buster comes in and sits with him at the booth, and he's talking about school stuff. Mm-hmm. Buster is a teacher. Yeah, Buster was accurately predicted to be a teacher, mm-hmm. and, and it, it looks exactly as he was predicted to look, which yeah. is interesting because none of the other characters do. Oh, that's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also thought that Buster looked a lot like. Um, do you guys remember um, the episode where Buster's mom starts dating a new guy? Kind of. And he has a sandwich named after him. This is something else I think about a lot. Oh yeah, the we sandwich. Had, and then he's just the like, sandwich. "How did you get a sandwich named after?" He's like, "I don't know. I was just like, just, I was hungry and in college." And that was his <laughs> I answer. Do remember that? I think about that a lot. Just like, uh-huh. how did you get a sandwich named after you? Um, but he looks like that guy. <laughs> Yeah, he does. He does look a lot like that guy. Maybe that was actually his father. Whoa! <gasps> what a scandal! Mm-hmm. Uh, but I thought it was very. Uh, it, it was. It was touching that uh, Kate is in like Arthur's baby sister. Kate oh, is yeah, in that's right. uh, Buster's class. And I was like, Kate's doing great in school. Mm-hmm. And Arthur's like, "Did I ask?" <laughs> I don't remember what he says. I think he probably does say like, "That's cool." Yeah. What do you guys think of Arthur's time skip design? I don't know why everybody else looked like a cool... Well, actually, it kind of makes sense. Like, everybody else looks like kind of like a cool, like, put-together adult, and then Arthur looks like he's, like, 19 and just hasn't shaved ever. <laughs> Arthur looks like a fucking neckbeard. He really does. He, he looks like a... like a. To me, he looks like a creative type. Actually, you know what he, Sorry, go ahead. 
That that's all okay. I had to say. You know who what he he reminded me of is um Jor- his name Jordan uh the the main the main nerd from Big Bang Theory. Jordan Galecki's character is that his name? Uh I think it's John Galecki. John Galecki whatever. Leonard? Leonard. He looks like he reminded me of Leonard. Interesting. I, I didn't get that at all. I got I got Leonard vibes from I got from like, Time Skip Arthur. Sit in your basement smoking weed playing your acoustic guitar <laughs> vibes from him. Oh, he definitely smokes a lot of weed. Yeah. Oh, Arthur yeah. does now. That is a great look. He's like, yeah, this guy's You see the colors he was wearing? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. he and his hair, he had he had like highlighted hair. Which mm-hmm. is funny cuz like that implies that he's like just he kept his head intentionally bald before. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, he just or his mom just get, always gave him a buzz cut or something. Mhm. Like he just get haircuts. Um so then Muffy also comes in and she's running for mayor mm-hmm. after the Makes octopus sense. had predicted that she was going to be a public servant, mm-hmm. which she was not happy about. No. None of the none of the characters were happy about what was predicted for them, um, but they all ended up doing those jobs anyway because you can't escape fate. That's what the show's teaching you. That's mm-hmm. true. Um, isn't she, I think she's followed by Francine, mm-hmm. who, is a, who is a businesswoman. Who's got wild hair. Mm-hmm. Wild hair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like so much different. Like everybody else still pretty much looks the same, but she's I, just like some dramatic yeah. eyeshadow or yeah. eyeliner on. Mm-hmm. I, it took me a second. I was like, is that Francine or is that somebody else? Like until she spoke. When she spoke, I was like, oh yeah, this is definitely Francine. But mm-hmm. she kind of kept in line with like her per- character arc. I don't know. Cause like she, she's in athletic shoes. Yeah. Which makes mm-hmm. total sense. Which does make total sense. Total sporto, sport nut. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She does, she, I don't know if she designs them, but she owns a, a, Shoe business mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, you see George in the back. He's taking care of the sugar bowl and like updating mm-hmm. the menu. Mm-hmm. He's got some bigger antlers mm-hmm. to look real nice. Um, nice rack, George. <laughs> I don't think you can say that. You can't just say nice rack, George. If you can Why say not? come shy, I can say rat. The okay. boy's 28 now. He's my age. He's your age. That's true. It was weird how they ended up being exactly our age right now. It's, it's the, just like Monsters University all over again. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also while George is adjusting the menu or something, you see Binky is the weatherman on TV. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which is I like of, that. Out of nowhere. Yeah, which was fine. Like, it was fun. But I also was, uh, maybe there's something that we missed in like some of the newer episodes where he's into the weather or something. <laughs> yeah. I think it would have been funnier if George was there with his puppet. Yeah, <laughs> like, that would have yeah. been good too. Mm-hmm. Or like just like there happened to be a giraffe co-star. Yeah, and it does kind of feel like he's just kind of thrown in there. I don't know what the context is with him being you know, a weatherman. Oh, and the giraffe could have said, can you please stop touching my back? <laughs> <laughs> the reason that that uh, that the brain probably wasn't in the finale is because he's probably the only person that moved out of Elwood City. Oh. He probably went to an Ivy League school and he's just like an engineer somewhere far uh-huh. away. He's writing for The Simpsons now. <laughs> he went to Harvard. That's Yeah, that's what it is. Um, I also saw, and this is a tweet that I think so many people made on Twitter, but when nobody saw Brain in the finale, they were like, oh, he's a alt-right conservative like YouTube host now. <laughs> that's what Brain does. He's the new Ben Shapiro in the mm-hmm. Arthur universe, which was pretty funny. That's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. That covers everybody, doesn't it? Those are the only uh, people that we yeah, saw. Yeah, the DW. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah DW is a cop. Mm-hmm. Which is very funny. Um, and then at the end, uh, it's revealed that Arthur's been working on a Arthur book, and it's the very first episode of Arthur. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's a nice little loop where, like, if you it is. were to watch every episode all the way through to the finale and then started rewatching it again, it'd be a perfect circle, which is it's a, a good 
Nice little way to end it, I think. Yeah. Nice little bow on top. Nice, nice satisfying ending Mm -hmm. for me. Yeah. It's a good show. It is a good show. I think I, I, I mean, I don't know. I would have liked to see them in the future for the whole episode. I think that would have been interesting. Yeah, that's what Josh was saying. I think that would have been interesting too. Yeah, but I also know that that probably would have been less interesting for kids maybe, so I see why they didn't do that. Mm -hmm. Because I'm sure their target audience is still like, well, we still actually want the younger generation to to watch these. But I thought it was a solid ending. I'd give that an A. I also would give it an A. Yeah, A. A for Arthur. A for Arthur. (laughs) A-A-R-D-V-A-R-K. A-A-R-D-V-A-R-K. I think about that a lot too. Uh huh. That's stuck in my head. Mm-hmm. There are a I lot of uh, Arthur had a lot of good songs. Yeah, really catchy songs. They did their job. They really influenced us. Mm-hmm. Also, it was just uh, as a whole like a good show that was like very progressive. Like they were very inclusive with like race and religion, and they talked about gay marriage and stuff with like Mr. Ratburn. It was oh, yeah. cool. It was good for them. Yeah, you can't go wrong with Arthur. It's a, I think it's a timeless television show. Mm-hmm. Although watch like twenty years, we'll watch and be like, "Ooh, this did oh, not boy. age well." <laughs> Ooh. Could you believe Arthur did that when he went to that junkyard? Ay, ay, ay! Arthur would be canceled today. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, that's old. all I have to say about Arthur. It's a good show. That's all I got. Wow. Well, concluded. Concluded. Well, now we'll, it's uh, really over. Well, now that we talked about it, now that we've talked about it, Arthur is done. Arthur is done. Um, but we're gonna take a little break here. And then we're going to have a special word from our very own Arthur Correspondent. We'll see you then, everybody. Arthur Correspondent? Oh, hello. I didn't see you there. I was just listening to a podcast. And sometimes I wonder, why do people podcast? Do they really think that uh, people care what they have to say? Well, if they're famous, then maybe. But why do others do it? The not-so-famous ones. Well, hell if I know. But you should sign up for our Patreon at patreon.com slash NES underscore pod and find out what Josh and I have to say. Sure, we're no uh, Conan's O'Brien nor Sarah's Koenig, but we do talk a lot about Thanksgiving food. So come on, it's only $3 a month and that gets you access to dozens of bonus episodes from the Come Shaw to our new series, The Three Episode Rule, both of which are only available on Patreon. So check it out, dummies. Check us out at patreon.com slash NES underscore pod. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, we are here with our special guest, our Arthur correspondent, Sari Riley. <laughs> Arthur News at 8.45 p.m. Oh, yeah, it's so much later there than it is here. I totally forgot. Oh, yeah. Some breaking (laughs) news. We've been talking about Arthur for hours. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's only 6.45. So the the funny thing is, um, and this this is a little little peek behind the curtain here. Uh, We've recorded an episode with Sari that's going to go up, I think, in like three weeks. Uh, (laughs) But we're pushing this ahead because it's it's timely to record an episode about Arthur, uh, but Sarah, we've we've we have invited you back because uh, you talked to Mark Brown this morning. Yeah, I did. I <laughs> so for context, I'm not just Mark Brown's friend, or <laughs> didn't bump into him on the street and was like, "Hey, you're that guy from Arthur." Uh, I work at GBH, formerly WGBH, uh, which is the public broadcasting company in Boston. 
that produced Arthur for all 25 years. And so in our, and specifically I work in the children's media department where the people who work are, who were the people who make Arthur also work. So for our staff meeting today, uh, they had an Arthur party to celebrate Arthur being done. And I almost wow. didn't go because I was really tired, <laughs> but I'm glad I did. Um, so yeah, Mark Brown was there. His son, Tolan, I think they didn't say their names a lot, but Tolan Brown was there. Uh, Peter Hirsch, who was a head writer on Arthur, was there. And then uh, Carol Greenwald, she's always there, but she was the executive producer of Arthur for all 25 years. Um, Dang. Wow. So full of Arthur. We all had Arthur backgrounds, Zoom backgrounds. (laughs) They played Arthur trivia. Wait, did you have Arthur backgrounds or Zoom backgrounds? I don't get which one. Uh, We set Arthur backgrounds from the show as our Zoom backgrounds. Oh, okay. I see. I was going to say it doesn't make sense to have a Zoom background at an Arthur party. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. uh, Listen, I love Pablo and he's always going to be my Zoom background. (laughs) (laughs) Both, both TV shows. I love. What was your, what was your, your Arthur background? Um, I chose the library, but other people had the sugar bowl. Some people had just the inside of Arthur's house, which I thought was an odd one. Creepy. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Paul, what would your Arthur background be? Mm, probably the opening, like when they're at the pool and they see Mr. Ratburn swim by. Mm. I'd be sitting in that pool. With Mr. Ratburn? Yeah, we'd be chilling. Cool. <laughs> or I'd be on the couch with his grandpa. Mm, another good one. Mm-hmm. Kaylin, what would your background be? Uh, Probably pal. Just oh. a big old picture of pal? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just pal. Josh? If he's still alive, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he has to be alive to be the background. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, we've already touched on this a little bit, but I think my background would be the inside of Arthur's knee when he cut it open. <laughs> Ew. Oh, I hate that. Gross. That's awful. <laughs> you got the wrong that's, answer. No, that's a literal deep cut. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good joke. That's a good joke. It's fine. Um <laughs> So yeah, I'm best friends with Mark Brown now. Wow, that's exciting. Mm -hmm. Uh, I saw that you did like some Arthur trivia. How did you do? Very bad. I like had a, uh, as we were talking about a little bit before I hit record, I have mostly a vague memory of Arthur and I am not on the team of producers who worked on the show or like are working on the digital games and TikTok and whatnot right now. So Arthur's got a TikTok? Arthur has a TikTok now. Oh my yeah, God. he's he's hip with the now that he's a graphic designer, he's trying to get his work out there, get some exposure. Uh, I guess that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or graphic novelist, excuse me, I got to get it right. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they weren't they weren't. I'd say they were middling deep cuts, but I posted one on my Instagram and Josh got it immediately, like with the same speed that Mark Brown himself got the answer. So yeah, wow. I'm just as good as Mark Brown. <laughs> what was yeah. the question? Um, uh, see if I can, I don't have my phone next to me. Uh, it was, it it was, uh, oh, Sarah's, Sarah's Sarah's gonna get it. Um, it is. Let's see if either of you know it. What is the name of the dish when DW is tricked into eating spinach? Oh, it's like a pot pie. It's like princess pot pie or something. You're close. I I remember that. I remember that episode, but I don't remember what it was. Oh, is it little Bo Peep pot pie? It is. Ding, ding, ding. It's filled with lots and lots of spinach, wink. Lots and lots of spinach. 
I didn't understand that as a kid. I was like, why did she eat it if it's filled with spinach? I didn't realize that until years later, maybe even a decade later. Like, oh, he's like winking at his at like their dad. It's like it's not filled with spinach. Oh, really? Yeah, the whole the whole point is that like we're gonna trick her into thinking that she likes spinach. There's no spinach in it. Oh, that's that's dumb. But then like when she goes home, it's like cause she just says, like, I love spinach. Like, okay, now we can feed her spinach. That was the whole point of it. Why didn't they just make her something good with spinach in it? She wouldn't be eating it. <laughs> well, you don't have to tell her. You could have made a also, dish that's good with spinach and not tell her it's got spinach in it's it. It's been shown that her dad is not good at cooking, even though he's a chef. Well, it could be a different person. I'm just saying it's fucked up to trick that kid. Because what if she actually doesn't like spinach? Next time she has it, she could be like, oh, what is this? This isn't very good. Well, that's why she became a cop. Probably. She doesn't. You don't have to eat spinach when you're a cop. <laughs> she makes the rules. Uh, I don't know. Was there any, like, fun... Fun trivia that you learned about Arthur from from Mr. Brown himself, uh, Arthur's dad. <laughs> from Arthur's dad, I learned um, how to set up a Zoom background. He was that was the first part <laughs> of the meeting was him coaching <laughs> the executive producer of Arthur on how to set up a Zoom background because she couldn't figure it out, and he had one of DW <laughs> behind him. Uh, You'd think after like two years of uh, being in a pandemic and working (laughs) remotely, everybody would know how to do it. But Mm -hmm. I guess sometimes you just got to have Mark Mark Brown show you. Yeah. I like that he's good with a computer. Well, there was that whole episode where... Arthur had to do Zoom backgrounds. Do you remember that? <laughs> no, I must have missed that so, one. <laughs> uh, he must have wrote that one. I think that was actually one of the original books, which is why he knew how to do it. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> it was back when Arthur had a really long nose still. He, like, had Zoom yeah, backgrounds. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. He had a Zoom background that made his nose look smaller. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I feel like what I what I really learned is that it feels like Arthur like many things on TV was very like flash in the pan of uh, PBS hadn't done a lot of animated shows at that point. They had, Mm. I think almost entirely done live action. And so Arthur was their first big animated show that they did. And so they were really hesitant to sign on to it, but like with the combination of Mark Brown and like the team that Carol and everyone assembled. They like took a chance on Arthur and it ended up being this really like beautiful, wonderful thing, which is neat to think about because I love cartoons and I watch cartoons all the time. And it's like PBS Kids is now full of cartoons, but Arthur was kind of the first one. Uh, mm-hmm. And I just like didn't really process that. I think probably because it was on when I was two. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know the state of cartoons at that point. Um I think what we were saying was just like we were surprised at like it still seems exactly the same too. like the writing still seems really good and the animation stayed the same and even like some of the transitions and like the stuff that they talked about stayed the same. So it just seems like it had a lot of love and care that went into making it all Mm -hmm. the time. Yeah. And. And like love and care, but with changing behind the scenes people sometimes, like some people stayed consistent throughout the project, but I think there were like, I can't remember the, I think it was nine voices for Arthur and eight voices for DW that's like cycled through the show. And I think other characters Whoa, similarly, wow. if, especially if they're voiced by young children, the children would like yeah. age out of it and they would just that's rotate wild, through that- people. That's one of the things that we didn't mention about the finale is they brought the original Arthur 
guy back to do Arthur's voice. Oh, yeah. Which I loved. I love that they brought him back. Uh-huh. It was also jarring, though, because like Arthur aged and his voice aged, but nobody else's voice yeah. aged at all, <laughs> yes. which was kind of funny. Uh-huh. Um, but I, it was a sweet gesture, and I, I did like it. It's wild that there were so many. I knew that they changed Arthur's voice, but I didn't know they changed DW's voice. And DW, I feel like, always sounded more consistent than Arthur did. Like Arthur as a kid, even I even knew I was like, mm, this is new Arthur for sure. Yeah, like, who's this? <laughs> who's this freak? But uh, DW, I, you could have told me it was the same actor the entire run, and I would have believed you. Josh, you were saying that during the finale, Buster sounded like exactly the same as. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, it's 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 crazy. It's just like Buster said. Buster said, like I do. I is it the same person? Is it not? I don't know. But mm-hmm. either way, like a lot of those voices are very consistent. Mm-hmm. So it's perhaps to whoever is. Uh, Hiring voice actors for Arthur. <laughs> They're doing a great job. A lot of the questions were like either meme related, like what is the <laughs> sign? What does DW say when she's like staring at the sign on Arthur's store? Like, mm-hmm. uh, or this can't stop me because I can't read. Yeah, that one. <laughs> uh, or just like random names for things. Like, there's one where. Arthur is playing a computer game in his room. I don't remember the plot of this one. I don't think I don't have a strong memory of this episode. But like, what was the name of that computer game? Do you and know it was, that one, Josh? Oh yeah, Josh. Do you know? Is it the bird one? Is it bird related? Or is, it, is it the sea one? Like where he's like a diver? Oh, on, there's yeah. that one. It's I don't this, remember what it was called, but I, I, remember, I vaguely remember a diving. I remember now that you mention it. I forget what it was called. Also, deep dark sea. No. Yes. It could yeah. be it. Yeah. That sounds... Dark Sea, mm-hmm. the video game featured on Arthur. Uh, next and so it's interesting to see like what, for the most part, the creative team like remembered a lot of things, but some things that they wrote into episodes were just completely arbitrary. Like um, the Tibble twins, one of them is one minute older than the other and they just guessed like any, any human being, they don't have a superhuman memory about which one is one minute older. They were just like, I got 50-50 shot. I'm going to shout a name. <laughs> See how it goes. I thought you were going to say that they never knew which one was which, which would be very funny if like it was like Tommy mm-hmm. and Timmy, any of them could be any of them. We have no idea. <laughs> yeah, I even the like animators that. just drawing them being like, uh. Schrodinger's like older the same twin. People. Yeah. You told me to just draw the same guy twice, right? <laughs> and just hue shift one from blue to red. Yeah. Easy. Either one of them can say anything. They're basically one person with two heads. <laughs> uh, Mark Brown seems like a nice person. Is he a nice person? He is a very nice person. He seems, I was actually, like, I don't get starstruck very often, I would say. I'm like a pretty neutral person. But when I saw he was in the meeting and everything he said was like very kind and very just like, he seemed like he had such a great time that his life's legacy is Arthur and was so grateful to be a part of it. And like he showed up to a freaking staff meeting, which is also mm-hmm. bizarre for like a, I guess, semi-famous children's author. Um, yeah. That's yes. so nice. Yeah. I like that. Well, he should be proud of it. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of, there's a bunch of old freaks in this room just talking about how much they like Arthur. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Mm-hmm. He should be proud of it. And he's very, hip to what people are talking about on Arthur. Like what's very funny is listening to the team who created Arthur talking about other people talking about Arthur. So part of this staff meeting was they looked at a bunch of comments and like had screenshotted a bunch of them and were looking at like people's reactions to Arthur or like talking about their favorite Arthur memories. And 
I think Mark Brown was the one who brought up. He was like, DW made it into glamour. Uh, it's a great article. It really captures her spirit. And I just thought that was really lovely that Mark Brown is out there Googling his characters and being like, oh, they made it big, like to the big times, to the pop culture. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, something we talked about uh, was how Brain doesn't get a like a, a grow up in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, did Mark Brown mention what happened to Brain? He did not. Yeah. <laughs> Mark Brown did not say what happened to Brain. He's a mysterious man, apparently. And all of the characters that were left out, he seemed very much like, it's up to the viewer's imagination. They helped create the story along with us. Josh, you started saying something, and then Sari started saying something, and then Sari finished. Oh. Um, this is just a thought that I had while we were doing like the main part of the episode, but I forgot about. But over Arthur's entire run, I... I kind of wish that they would have, and maybe they did, because I haven't really watched Arthur for maybe about 10 years worth of new, newer produced episodes, but it would have been nice if they focused, or if, if some of the background characters just got one episode on their own, because there's like those background characters that you see that like are in every episode, and it's like, I don't even know what your name is, mm-hmm. and I hope I hope they got an episode. That's mostly just what I forgot to mention, and that uh, it's just a thought that I have. Like maybe... They would explain why there's some dogs who are people, but Arthur owns a dog as well. (laughs) That's getting into some like uh, Disney stuff, like why Mm. Goofy is. Oh, yeah. Why uh, is Goofy? Look, don't get Josh and I started about Goofy. (laughs) (laughs) We could have a whole podcast about just Goofy. That's true. We did. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, Goofy's a, a, a man and Pluto's a dog. Mm hmm. Doesn't make any sense. Pal's a dog and there's all these dog people. What's mm-hmm. going on? Those are the mysteries that are locked in Mark's Mark Brown's head too. He didn't share that. No one grilled him on on those things. <laughs> but I think the side characters, from the way that people were talking about it, and I guess I had a biased staff meeting because it was the people like the producers of Arthur. It sounded like a lot of the side characters were gradually worked into episodes as as things went on. Um, there you go, Josh. So mm. you got to go back and look at some. I got to find. I got to find the episodes that have those those background them. people. Mm-hmm. The, the, watch the one about the what, the other bunny in the background. There's that girl bunny that has that blue and pink striped shirt. She's in almost every episode. Don't know what her name is. Hope she got an episode. I don't even know who that is that you're talking about. I'll see if I can find a picture for you here, Paul. This seems like you know, uh, Josh pulled up his Wordle. <laughs> <laughs> Josh is working on his Wordle. Um, this seems like a thing where you should uh, just like there's got to be a playlist on YouTube of like all of the Arthur episodes should just uh, put it on in the background and wait until you hear them talk about a a secondary third or like a third character or something. Well, I guess this is true. She this this girl apparently has. A full, very lengthy Wikipedia page, and I have <laughs> never, I, I, I had no idea, but this is the person that I was thinking of for those of us in the room. Her name is Maria Pappas. Oh, isn't she blind? Is she? There's no. Now I'm remembering. There's a blind character who's not her. Never mind. Oh, okay. Anyway. But I, I do remember that there's a blind character who I think loves Harry Potter. I mean, it's obviously not Harry Potter, but it's. Oh, yeah, because that's the Braille episode where Prunella and her and whatever and reading braille mm-hmm. yeah did that really happen they're so inclusive in arthur it's mm-hmm. great it's one of the things that made it good 
Yeah, she gets a whole she gets a whole episode, Josh. You just stopped watching. In 2014, the Arthur crew announced an upcoming episode would focus on Maria. Maria Speaks wow. aired in 2016. It's a whole thing. Wow. It the whole wow. Everybody was they waiting for that Maria. She was a background character and never said a word. Uh-huh. Wow. Well, you know what? Arthur's an even better show now. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing can beat Arthur. Wow. Bold statement, but pretty true. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Sarah. I feel like we we really tapped ourselves out of Arthur conversation. I didn't realize you were coming on. No, you were a surprise to me and a, a good surprise. But <laughs> I wish we had more Arthur things to to talk about now with you. But oh we really no, that shot our shot. That's okay. I'm at the end of a day where I already recorded another podcast. So I was like, Josh, I can come on. I can talk about my staff meeting, but I can't be on for a whole episode. I'm just here for yeah. surprise breaking news of now you are all. One fewer degree of separation from Mark Brown. Wow. That's true. That's wild. That's as close as we're ever going to get to we're, having a yeah, yes. him on our podcast. <laughs> yeah. If you ever see him again, tell him that we like his show. <laughs> I will. I'll be like, my friends like your show. Direct, and direct him to this episode yeah. so he can listen. <laughs> he shouldn't listen yeah, to your, this your, show your, ever. Your, fr- your friends like the show and they're also all... <laughs> And they're they're all thirty. I think that makes a lot of sense. That that's why they probably made the Arthur characters to be like our age now. Because probably, yeah, yeah. Who else would remember it so well? That's people true. People like Josh. That Arthur was brought to you by people like Josh, by people like me. And this segment was brought to you by our Arthur correspondent, Sari Riley. Sari, thanks for hopping on, <laughs> hopping on this podcast at the last minute. Yeah. Thanks for uh, thanks for inviting me to hop on at the last minute. I'm glad I texted you that I met Mark Brown today. <laughs> yeah, that was so exciting. What a good happenstance. I know. Mm-hmm. How perfect. Uh, well, before you go, is there anything that you would like to plug? Uh, nah, just, I guess, listen to the episode that I'm on of this podcast. Listen in a couple of weeks to Nostalgia Entertainment System for more of me. That's wow. A- that's the best plug that's ever been on the show. You got a plug for your own show. <laughs> wow. Well, I guess that's it. We're going to start wrapping up this episode. Thanks, Sari. Right, thanks, Sari. Bye. Breaking news. And there's our special report. Wow. That's exciting. It wasn't actually Arthur, but that's still pretty good. You've got one of these planned for all of your upcoming episodes, right? I have a special correspondent for every single episode <laughs> from here until uh, perpetuity. <laughs> Wow, I can't. I wonder who our first grade correspondence is going to be. I don't know, but just be aware that sometimes it might look like a sock puppet, and I might need to leave the room when we do the segment. <laughs> so, just a heads up there. Wait, so you're not going to be in the room, but there will be a sock puppet in here. Well, they'll be on camera. Oh, I see. Okay, you you may have to FaceTime me to talk to the, the to correspondent, the but don't worry about it. Okay, I won't think any further about that. Um, but yeah, that's it for uh, this week's episode on Arthur. If you wow. have any fun memories about that little aardvark you'd like to share with us, you can do so on Instagram and Twitter at NES underscore pod, or you can send us an email to nostalgiasystempodcast at gmail.com. And you can support the show on Patreon, patreon.com slash NES underscore pod, where every week you get some lovely bonus episodes. Um, also, we have merch. You can buy some shirts and a pin. Maybe I'll put some stickers up there at some point. Uh, that's all available at nespod.bigcartel.com. I have a question before we leave. Yeah. Why doesn't NES have a uh, TikTok? I don't know. Think about it. Well, okay. I here, don't have TikTok at all. Well, here's the re- here's here's the re- like for clips for like episode <laughs> clips. 
I don't know. Or would it just be me and Josh fucking around? Just to get, just to tap into that community, you know? It's a lot of work. Okay. That I don't have the time to do with all the other work that I have to do. Okay. That's mostly it. If yeah. someone wants to do it for me, just send me the files and I'll make a TikTok and post them all. Okay. Um, but that's why. I don't have time. Cool. <laughs> All right, see ya. Wait, you didn't plug anything. Oh, uh, I don't have anything to plug. Uh, so you should listen to um, stuff that Sari does because she's great. Uh, you can find her on other podcasts. What podcast is she on now? <laughs> she's on the she's on SciShow Tangents. Um, and I think that's probably it. But also this podcast. Yeah. Nice. Paul, anything to plug? Uh, nope. I don't have anything to plug. And nobody has emailed me recently on paulplugs 4 you at gmail.com. So if you would like me to plug something for you, you can email me. <laughs> email at- always makes me laugh. <laughs> what if say Paul plugs Paul for you? Plugs for you. It's true. It's I good. do. <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a nice little jingle. Yeah. But that's P-A-U-L-P-L-U-G-S, number four, letter U, at gmail.com. I've uh, recently plugged Brendan's uh, butt. So (laughs) if there's anything else you'd like me to plug, and it can be a real thing. It doesn't have to be just concepts, but I'm happy to plug (laughs) concepts, too. That's fine. Nice. Um, I have an online store that's open and hopefully working, uh, dharmaparty.art, D-A-R-U-M-A-P-A-R-T-Y. Because I gotta... (laughs) Because you gotta dot art uh, dharma party dot art get some prints get some shirts get some whatever else whatever whatever other crap I'm slinging uh, please buy it so I can pay rent and eat food um, thank you to Moonraker Music for composing our theme song Scan Lines you can find them on the internet at Moonraker or at Moonraker Music that's Moon R A Y K E R Paul we're gonna have to do a little bit of mental gymnastics here but what is next week's episode this is going out now. So the next episode is going to be about our childhood bedrooms, Josh. That that's it. We'll see you then everybody. Bye. Bye. Nostalgia Entertainment System, brought to you by listeners like Joe.